Superbrain is a labour of love. Alas, no podcast can survive on love alone. We don't have a sponsor, so we need your support for Superbrain to stay alive and kicking. You can make a one-off donation by following the Support This Show link in the show or episode description. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, my name is Sabina Brennan and you are very welcome to this week's Super Brain Booster Shot. If you listened to Monday's episode, I know you'll agree that Philippa and Helen's story is inspirational, all the more so because of their honesty about the challenges that they faced along the way. As Helen said, her life didn't turn out as she expected. It wasn't easy, but she came to the realisation that she married a person, not a gender. In a heteronormative society where gender is considered strictly binary, being trans is never going to be easy. And while coming out was life-changing for both Philippa and Helen, for less fortunate families it is life-threatening. In 2016, I was invited to speak about campaigning for marriage equality at a conference in Warsaw for parents of LGBT children. It was such an honour to be asked to speak at the international event and great to be able to speak about our successful campaign and the personal outcome for my son and his now husband. Sadly, to say that the other parents' stories were less positive is a gross understatement. I cannot tell you how sick it made me feel inside to hear a mother tell of the murder of her trans child. Many parents were actually risking their own safety simply by attending the event, which was organised by the Campaign Against Homophobia. 3314. 3314. That's the number of trans homicides that have been officially recorded in the 10-year period between October 2009 and September 2019. The actual number may well be greater according to the Trans Murder Monitoring Project, which has been collecting, monitoring and analysing the figures since 2009. This is mainly due to the fact that most countries do not systematically produce data on murdered trans and gender diverse people. In addition, trans homicide victims are often misgendered. In order to prevent and eradicate this type of violence, we need to understand why it occurs. Unfortunately, much more research is needed to establish the mechanisms and motivations of such violence. We do know that the perpetrators are often male and some researchers believe that trans people are mainly attacked because they defy gender stereotypes. I personally feel a bit uncomfortable with the violence framed in this way since it sort of points to something in the victim as the trigger to the violence rather than the fact that we have defined gender in a binary way um, or rather than pointing to something in the perpetrator. Anyway, we need to understand, and I say understand so that we can change and prevent violence, not understand so that we can condone violence, but we need to understand and pick apart the many factors that contribute to and culminate in violence, assault and murder. 
Violence against trans people doesn't occur in a vacuum. It is rooted in broader social and legal marginalisation of trans individuals that creates environments that leave them vulnerable and can lead to a tolerance or even a normalisation of anti-trans violence. As Philippa said in this week's episode, we need to normalise being trans. So what can people like you and I do to make this happen? I think a good first step is to educate ourselves. Misinformation and misunderstandings abound. So I thought that it might be good to use this week's booster to explain some of the terminology. I want to thank Sarah Phillips, Chair of the Board of the Transgender Equality Network in Ireland, for giving me permission to quote directly from their website. There is a lot to learn, so rather than reading through all the terminology, which is very clearly explained on the Tenney website... I think that would end up defeating the purpose and may end up confusing more. So what I thought I would do today is start you off with some key terms and then I urge you to visit tenny.ie to learn more. Dip in and out. You don't have to pack it all into one sitting and maybe why not pledge to get your head around one term a day or one term a week. I'll put a direct link to the terminology in the show notes. Okay. So let's start with sex and gender. It's important to clarify the distinctions between sex, gender identity, gender expression and sexual orientation. Sex. Sex is the designation of a person as male or female based on their anatomy, so their genitalia or their reproductive organs, or even their biology, their chromosomes and their hormones. The phrase sex assigned at birth, replacing an older phrase biological sex, is a more accurate and respectful way to acknowledge the process of sex assignation that occurs at birth through what really is a perfunctionary look at external anatomy. It might not be possible in all cases, for example in intersex, which I will talk about a little bit later, to identify an individual as male or female at birth. For trans people, assigned sex may differ considerably from gender identity. So what is gender identity? Well, it refers to a person's deeply felt identification as male or female or some other gender. This may or may not correspond to the sex they were assigned at birth. So gender expression is the external manifestation of a person's gender identity. Gender can be expressed through mannerisms, grooming, physical characteristics, social interactions and speech patterns. Sexual orientation refers to a person's physical, emotional or romantic attraction to another person. Sexual orientation is distinct from sex, gender identity and gender expression. Transgender people may identify as lesbian, gay, heterosexual, bisexual, pansexual, queer or asexual. Cisgender is a non-trans person. So that means a person whose gender identity and gender expression is aligned with the sex assigned at birth. The term cisgender acknowledges that everyone has a gender identity. And so a non-trans identity is not presented as normal or natural, which stigmatizes a trans identity as abnormal or unnatural. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Transgender refers to a person whose gender identity and or gender expression differs from the sex assigned to them at birth. This term can include diverse gender identities. Not all individuals with identities that are considered part of the transgender umbrella will refer to themselves as transgender. For some, this may be because they identify with a particular term, such as transsexual or genderqueer, which they feel more precisely describes their identity. Others may feel that their experience is a medical or temporary condition and not an identity. For example, they feel they have gender identity disorder but are not transgender. Tenney advocates the use of transgender or trans as an umbrella term as it is currently the most inclusive and respectful term to describe diverse identities. However, Tenney acknowledge and respect each individual's right to self-identify as they choose. Trans. Trans is commonly used shorthand for transgender. Avoid using this term as a noun. A person is not a trans. However, they may be a trans person. Trans man. Trans man refers to a person who was assigned female at birth, but who lives as a man or identifies as male. Some trans men make physical changes through hormones or surgery. Others do not. Trans man is sometimes used interchangeably with the term FTM, female to male. However, some trans men don't think of themselves as having transitioned from female to male. This is because they always felt male. Some people prefer to be referred to as a man rather than trans man, while others will refer to themselves as men of transgender experience. Trans woman refers to a person who was assigned male at birth, but who lives as a woman or identifies as female. Some trans women make physical changes through hormones or surgery. Others do not. Trans woman is sometimes used interchangeably with MTF, male to female. However, some trans women don't think of themselves as having transitioned from male to female. This is because they always felt female. Some people prefer to be referred to as women rather than trans women, while others may refer to themselves as women of transgender experience. Intersex, which I mentioned earlier, refers to individuals who are born with sex characteristics such as chromosomes, genitals and or hormonal structure that do not belong strictly to male or female categories or that belong to both at the same time. A person with an intersex variation may have elements of both male and female anatomy, may have different internal organs than external organs or have anatomy that is inconsistent with their chromosomes sex. These variations can be identified at birth, where there is obviously ambiguous genitalia, at puberty, when the person either fails to develop certain expected secondary sex characteristics or develops characteristics that were not expected, later in adulthood when fertility difficulties present, or even on autopsy. Most individuals who are intersex do not identify as transgender or do not consider themselves covered by the transgender umbrella. Transition. 
Transition refers to a process through which some transgender people begin to live as the gender with which they identify rather than the one assigned at birth. Transition might include social, physical or legal changes such as coming out to family, friends and co-workers and others. Or changing their appearance or changing their name, their pronoun and the sex designation on legal documents. For example, on driving licences or passports and medical intervention, for example, through hormones or surgery. Transvestite refers to a person who wears clothing, accessories, jewellery or makeup not traditionally or stereotypically associated with their assigned sex. People who cross-dress may be comfortable with their assigned sex, although some people may go on to identify as transgender. In North America, cross-dresser is the preferred term, as transvestite can be understood as a medical term. Transsexual refers to a person whose gender identity is opposite to the sex assigned to them at birth. The term connotes a binary view of gender, moving from one polar identity to the other. Transsexual people may or may not take hormones or have surgery. Use of the term transsexual remains strong in the medical community, and this is because of a historical use in diagnostic manuals of uh, a diagnosis of transsexualism, which was ultimately changed to gender identity disorder. The term transsexual is hotly debated in trans communities, with some people strongly identifying with the term, while others strongly reject it. Moreover, for some, transsexual is considered to be a misnomer in as much as the underlying medical condition is related to gender identity and not sexuality. And finally, transphobia refers to the fear, dislike or hatred of people who are trans or are perceived to challenge conventional gender categories or norms of male and female. Transphobia can result in individual and institutional discrimination, prejudice and violence against trans or gender variant people. Let's do what we can to peacefully prevent transphobia and promote trans respect. If you've found this Super Brain Booster Shot helpful, please share it. My name is Sabina Brennan and you have been listening to Super Brain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. If you like the show, please do take a moment to rate it, share it and tell others about it. If you have any suggestions or topics you'd like me to cover, please email me at info at superbrain.ie. Don't forget to tune in on Monday when I will be talking to prolific and award-winning multi-million selling author Sheila O'Flanagan. Till then, stay safe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.